I'm sorry that my ass is so big. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Care to Crunch, episode 128. 128. I know, right? Big 128. Yeah, I know. It's a big number. That's like, uh, you add all those numbers together, that's like 11. Joining me, of course, <laughs> is Jeff Daly. <laughs> Electrical engineer by day, Jeff Daly by night. With insights like that. <laughs> Once again, we're in Jeff's bar. Yeah. The, the official Character Crunch studio at this point, except... At some point, we have to go back to not being in your bar. Some point, we have to be in in a uh, in a, a stable environment mm-hmm. in which uh, we don't have a crazy night to the point of which we start this show at eleven twenty p.m. Hey, that's not too bad. You know? I mean, I started podcast later, but at least we're going to twelve twenty now. <laughs> what about Nintendo ads? Nintendo ads starts at eleven. Goes and goes to like 3 (laughs) a.m. By the time you're all said and done with an episode of the Nintendo Dads, we love those guys, I do, but man, Eastern Standard Time, (laughs) Eastern Standard Time compared to Mountain Time. Anyway, it feels like we're starting a show at nine Mountain Time, Jeff. Just remember that it's nine o'clock Mountain Time, it's five o'clock somewhere, right? Um, so for once. Once in it seems like a while, we have a lot in the world of geekery mm-hmm. to talk about. I know nothing about it. I know. I'm just I'm just going to fill you in. Okay. All right. So big, big first piece of news, which I don't know where your big Marvel book is. Uh, it's right so, over there. All right. <laughs> first big piece of news. Is Marvel related? Marvel this week. We forgot to go over my name for the week. I, I gave you that opportunity. I said, <laughs> Jeff Daly was <laughs> Well, you can call me Dwell. Dwell? Dwell. Is Dwell a real name? <laughs> Steinbreiser. <laughs> it's German. I'm a proud German person. Too much hassle. Um, yep. Don't ask. Yeah. Stein. Um, anyway, so Marvel, Marvel Entertainment. Yeah. Marvel Studios. Marvel. Meaning the MCU Marvel. Announced not that the not MCU Marvel. <laughs> oh my God, we should just do shows when Jeff is exhausted at this point. We should just <laughs> always do this. Um, announced because you're just gonna cut me off every 10 seconds. I can't even get one piece of snooze out. Marvel, you're just cutting yourself off right now. Mar- Marvel Studios, yeah, has announced the Inhumans movie that got canceled okay. that they took off the track is now confirmed to be an ABC television show. It's pretty cool. Like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think I told you about this a while ago and you seemed uninterested. I don't think so. The cats are having a bomb with that shelf, Jeff. I don't think you can put anything on that So shelf. I got two kittens. <laughs> <laughs> just throw that out there. Yeah, let's just establish that Jeff bought two kittens and they are running around this room. So we seem a little bit distracted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I told you about this a while ago. You seemed uninterested. The, the, the it's just like that t- one TV show, though. Yeah. Held the off there probably, but you seemed uninterested, like as uninterested as I was about the new, 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 new Nintendo 3DS <laughs> that, that I brought up a month later. And you're like, Is that a real thing? And I'm like, Yes, we talked about this. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, the, no, the Inhumans TV show. Yeah, except the cool thing about it, yeah, is that they're taking the pilot, the two-hour pilot, yeah, and they're showing it in IMAX theaters exclusively. So it's going to be basically a two-hour movie that leads into a TV show. But it's going to be a two-hour movie that's going to explain nothing in the two hours. You're going to because watch a, a movie big... that doesn't end. <laughs> that doesn't have a logical conclusion at the end of it. You're telling me that? Because it's a pilot. Yeah. It's going to be great. Uh, it's about Black Bolt and the royal family and humans. <laughs> what if they took the pilot of Lost and they just showed it in the theaters? Would that make it all any sense? Well, to be fair, and as, as a lover of Lost, and I think... I think by the time you were done with it, you enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Lost for the season finale did get shown in theaters. You mm. could go that night and see it in theaters. The season finale or the series? Ser- series finale. Okay. Series finale. The big the big epic showdown between the man in black and John Locke. It wasn't that epic. And Jack. I mean Jack. The Spoil- man in black. Spoiler alert, everybody. Is John. Oh, I know. John Locke and Jack. <laughs> that whole season just blew my mind. <laughs> Spoiler, everybody. No, seriously, watch Lost. If you don't watch Lost by now, then it's not a spoiler alert. <laughs> Snape killed Dumbledore. It's right. not, no. it's a good transition, Jeff. Although inhuman. Unless you I'm looking any- for it inhuman. No, I'm I, I think here's here's what here's the reality. Yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on ABC, it's not so hot, mm-hmm. okay? They're doing okay. They got Ghost Rider. It's interesting. I'm not hating on it, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, the problem here is it's not it's not great. Inhumans is the superhero TV show that we all wanted, right? We wanted a superhero show. We didn't want spy show. And, and Not as- John Carter? <laughs> Agent Carter? You mean John Carter? Yeah, Agent Carter. That's what I meant. <laughs> with with Peggy Carter, not John Carter. Yeah, oh yeah. my! Oh my gosh, Jeff, you were so tired. Why? <laughs> is John Carter another thing, or do you mean Peggy Carter? <laughs> no, I think John Carter is a thing. <laughs> okay, I don't know what John Carter is. Everybody, that's a Jeff's gonna look. Movie. Jeff's gonna look it up and and point prove it me wrong. But yeah, it was a movie in 2012. Okay, interesting. I didn't know that. With Taylor Kish and William Defoe. <laughs> so he told you, John Carter. All right, all right. Maybe, maybe I'm right. Maybe I, I'm wrong. I just have a wealth of knowledge. <laughs> uh, uh, so Carter, Agent Carter. <laughs> Agent Carter did so bad it got canceled. Uh, wasn't it only like a few episodes in before it got canceled? <laughs> no, it had one seven-part seven episode miniseries. Seven part episode, and then, and then it had seven, seven, seven episodes, okay. miniseries, and then it had like an like a ten episode miniseries. That by the end of that, it got canceled. That sucks. Which they're wrapping up in Agents of Shield. So if you guys cared how Agent Carter ended, but nobody watched it except me, Ashley didn't even watch it with me. Literally, I swear to God, I'm the only person who watched Agent Carter season two. Well, that's why it got canceled. <laughs> right. That's. I mean, it, it got canceled for a reason. Um, but I enjoyed it. I like the way Netflix renews its seasons. Yeah, like immediately, like the day of or the like day before, day before, the it, week before. <laughs> before. You're just like, oh, oh yeah, Daredevil season two is coming out. Daredevil season three confirmed. 
Yeah, um, but I think Inhumans is actually the show that 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 ABC needs, mm-hmm. right? For Marvel for Marvel Studios to do well on ABC networks TV, like they needed a big name superhero that wasn't going to be, you know, so big. You know, they couldn't have done Iron Man on TV. Why couldn't not? couldn't have done Captain America on TV. Why not? They did Justice League. The DC did Justice League. Yeah. And no, they do Flash, Arrow, and Spider-Man. Spider-Man has cartoons. Yeah. Spider-Man had had a live action show in Japan. If you've never seen that, that's hilarious. Uh he gets Max and stuff. It's great. <laughs> what about uh what about Batman and Robin with Adam West? Okay. Are we gonna say that's good? <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's funny now. That's <laughs> actually considered good back then. Uh, yeah, it was good compared to what they had. First Marvel, like the Inhumans, is the first major Marvel thing. Yeah, and I think I think it's better than Agents Agents of Shield. Right? Yeah, because it features superheroes. Right. So Black Bolt. I hope. I hope it. I hope it does tie into Agents of Shield a little bit. Though. Netflix has a corner market, or like Netflix has a corner market on Marvel, like superheroes on TV shows. Yeah, yeah. And then on on for you know, I should have got a big cup of water. Everybody, Jeff's got this big cup of water for those. It's empty who, now. They can hear it. They heard the ice. It's I great. Know, it's empty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad now. This, where was I going with this, Jeff? You got me all <laughs> distracted. No, you said it first though. Uh, Agents, Agent Carter, Inhumans. Agents of Carter, Inhumans. But I was going somewhere before we brought up Agent Carter. So how do you watch a two-hour pilot if you don't go to movie theaters? You don't see it. It's exclusive to IMAX movie theaters. So you never get to see the pilot? Right. I mean, I hope that you can buy it on iTunes. So what if you live in a place that doesn't have IMAX? I mean, we're good. We got an IMAX theater. Are you going to watch it? Yeah, I'm going to go see it. I'm going to go that night. I'm going to go premiere night. You kidding? I go. I go to everything at premiere night. They're probably gonna show the pilot and then have it on like as a TV special. And, well, it's supposed to air exclusively in IMAX theaters, is what they said. Sure. And then, and then, and then the series picks up the week after on t- television, but it picks up from the end of the pilot. I think that's gonna be wildly unpopular. I think it's gonna be brilliant though, because here's the thing: Marvel will make their return in money just on the IMAX tickets. We're yeah, talking about Marvel, Jeff. But in retaining viewership, there's not going to be a lot of people who are going to watch it after. Like, that's there's the, not going to be a lot the of question. people. Will Will people go to it? I, I know people will go to it. It'll make yes. it'll make gangbusters in theaters. But they won't reach a wide audience as they can because not not everybody goes to IMAX. It's not an IMAX theater around almost like around some a lot of people. Like I, I wonder what they mean by IMAX because most of the modern theaters have a and IMAX ish theater. Some of people go to movies nowadays. Well, I go to movies all the time. Well, yeah, you do. I go to, I go to every, I mean, I went to Fantastic Beast last night. Um, we'll talk about it a little bit here. Um, but I'm gonna, I have a, I have a whole show to talk about that later, and you didn't see it. So, mm-hmm. you want to talk about that, Jeff? You can talk about what you thought about it. I'll uh, probably watch, see it eventually. I didn't know it came out already. <laughs> I know, Jeff. It was one week. One week we got um, what was Doctor that? Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange. Then we got a week in between, and then we get Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is Lord the Lord of the Rings. 
it's the next story in the Lord of the Rings franchise. No, it's the, it's the next uh, story in the Harry Potter universe. It takes place 70 years before the events of Harry Potter. So it's like a pre... It's a way prequel. But it's not a prequel. So no, it's nothing to do with Harry Potter. Right, exactly. It's, it, um, what do you call those movies that have nothing to do with the regular characters in the universe? But spin-offs? Spin-offs, yeah. It's a spin-off. It's a spin-off. Um... Uh, I'm going to say this. Yes. The Harry Potter franchise mm-hmm. before going into this movie. Yeah. Hurt me a lot. But the orphan child. The cursed child. The orphan child. It's whatever. Who cares? <laughs> it better. It might as well have been our orphan child. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Um, with, with Harry Potter and the cursed child, the eighth story, uh, which is a play. Uh, signed off by J.K. Rowling, written by some playwright that I couldn't care less about because he wrote this and I can't ever respect him for the rest of my life. Has, has <laughs> it actually been as a play yet? Yeah. yeah no, no, it, it aired in London the same, or it performed in London the same day that the book released. How, how well did it do? I don't think it did well because I haven't heard lots of things about it. <laughs> Not um, like Hamilton? And, I know. I know. Hamilton's coming to play I know. House. I know it is. And I think we need to go. But... No matter the cost, I am buying tickets. <laughs> you want to buy my ticket, I'll go. Uh, depending on the cost, I will go unless you buy my ticket. Sure. <laughs> um, It'd be expensive. Uh, sometimes you can get pretty reasonable bad seats. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, so I'll get reasonably okay seats maybe and go. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited too. Hamilton's great. Sorry, sorry, this is derivative. I've been hearing, hearing all this amazing stuff about Hamilton. Yeah, dude. Um, it's, no, it's going to be great. Um, and, and I'll stand by this too, is that Harry Potter and the Cursed Child as a stage play uh, I think would work actually. Okay. Um, if it was in a different universe as a regular Harry Potter. Yeah, if, if it was just, it, was, it wasn't canon because it is canon, everybody. I know. I'm sorry. Um, and if, if it were just a fun stage play, I actually think it'd be fun. I wouldn't I wouldn't actually hate on it so much, but it's a piece of garbage and it reads like a terrible fan fiction. Uh, it never ex- existed, right? It, I, I, you can never re- – I've rewatched Harry Potter movies since. I can't watch them the same way. Therefore, the franchise feels permanently burned by this one book. So I went into Fantastic Beasts skeptical. Um, I talked to Jim Young the day before as I bought tickets and I said, this movie has to be great. Mm-hmm. Like it has to, it can't just be okay. Cause if it's just okay, I still feel hurt. And this, it made so much money that it's definitely going to get its trilogy that it's supposed to be. Uh, that's not even a question. The theater I was in was completely sold out by the time we were in there. We got like the last seats. Jeez. Who'd so, you go with? Ashley, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it made its money. It made its return, and it will get its, its sequel and its third movie, too, because it'll continue to make Game Busters. Uh, Fantastic Beasts is based on a, a basically a library book, like an actual fic, like a nonfiction library book within the Harry Potter universe about a guy who wrote it named Newt. Um, Newt Greengridge? And Grindelwald. Close enough. Who Grindelwald is known in the Harry Potter universe as a dark wizard before Voldemort. Um, really which is all you need to know as a as a person going in to this movie they that's what isn't grindelwald the the one that uh dumbledore defeated that was supposedly yes. more powerful than voldemort yeah 
I think that's the story. Yeah. Uh, but but we this is what's going on. This is this is way before this. It sounds so much more exciting than this movie was, Jeff. <laughs> um, it's a slow build. That's I mean maybe maybe it is, maybe it's a slow build. Um, we went to we went to <laughs> we went to America. You don't sound happy. I'm uh, Jeff. All right, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say this. No spoilers. I'm not gonna spoil it here because I'm gonna talk about it on Netflix and chill with Sean Capri. Uh, at wethenerdy.com. So listen and look forward to that. But they introduced a new kind of theory within the Harry Potter universe. And I think without this being a book, mm-hmm. what this this kind of new creation of the world they've made opens up way too many questions with no way to explain them to me without a book. So it's and, like lost. But it's it is actually a lot like what Lost. is it? 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. 4, 8, 15, 16. I had the four wrong, but I got everything. <laughs> I'll never forget it. They add up to, um, or if you mul- it's something if you multiply them, or if you add them up, they add up to 108 too, which is really weird. When you add them up. Um, anyway, so it's it's not bad. Yeah. Is it okay? It's okay. Is it great? It's not great. <laughs> What's not great about it? Um, the the way that the story is structured. Mm-hmm. So, if this were a book, and you could explain to me what this crazy magic thing that's going on right now mm-hmm. was, just a little bit more clearly. Uh, I'd be happy. And if Newt could mumble a little bit less, I feel like I could understand him. <laughs> what did you give this movie? Out of 10. Out of 10? Yeah. 6.8. Not 6.9? No. Can't be that close to 7. I know, Jeff. It's a seven. I'm not saying it's not a seven. <laughs> so, what other movie would you say it's on par with? First Captain America. No, because I think that's a better movie. You think? <laughs> I don't think Captain America is a very good movie. Um. Third I'm trying to think of what would be. Okay, so here's another weird thing that I kind of got a weird feeling about. Right. It's not a prequel. Um, but we're dealing with the U.S. Congress of Magical Law. Whatever. I don't know. Okay. And we had all of these, like, secret meetings where they're talking about, like, what's going on in the magical world. And it felt very Star Wars Episode One Jedi meetings. <laughs> and I started to go, oh, God. Oh, no. They're doing what they did in Star Wars, and it, this is why Star Wars is bad. So it's gonna be—you're saying it could be like the Star Wars prequels? Yeah, except it's still definitely better the than Star Wars. It's still better than any of the Star Wars prequels. Okay, so Star Wars Episode One. I'm gonna say that that wasn't a bad movie. I, I'll it agree. It was a pretty good. The it's fight okay. Fight scene at the end. Yeah, best Star Wars fight scene. Yes. Um. I'll tell you actually I'll tell you what the, the truth is about the Star Wars prequels. Yeah. And you got to you got to turn this way a little bit more. But um no, I don't want to. <laughs> the Star Wars prequels. Mm-hmm. 
the only one that is absolutely terrible trash is, is two. episode two. Yeah, <laughs> episode two is a piece of garbage. It's a teenage rom com. It's so bad. It's not even a rom com. It's, it's not a rom. It's, 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 it's a rom without the com. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen you in twenty years, princess. It's terrible. Oh, my um, loins, <laughs> anything for you, princess. but but so so fantastic. Yeah. It's it's not the saving grace that the Harry Potter universe needed. You think it needed a saving grace after after Cursed Child? Yes, yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> I think I think J.K. Rowling needed to redeem herself because I'm still pretty sure that Cursed Child is a drunken email that she wrote to that playwright. <laughs> I'm still ninety percent sure of that. Um, I think J.K. Rowling has to write another like like universe book like that Harry Potter. She so here's here's the thing about J.K. Rowling. Yeah, she she wrote this. She wrote the screenplay, and I think I think the only thing that I feel is wrong with it is the lack of explanation for things, which makes me a little bit frustrated with the story. Um, I don't think it's bad. I think actually it might pay off by the end of the trilogy. So come, seven seven movie trilogy? No, no, no trilogy. Three up, three movies. <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> trilogy meaning two movies and a part one and two for the third one when the first harry potter came out did you know like did did, did you think it was a trilogy like no did no, they, no, did they no, no. say harry, it was gonna be harry, seven books harry potter when harry potter one came out book four was out and we knew that the books would go to seven because we knew that there were seven years at hogwarts and jk rowling had said previously that there were seven books book five published midway through the movies and six and seven roll out pretty quickly after that mm -hmm. um but the biggest gap in the books was four and five um how long was that gap like four or five years really yeah is that, that long yeah it's like a big it's like a big weird space um and it was before harry potter had blown up completely it kind of blew up after the four books were out and then people started reading them jk rowling what she did wrong in my opinion yeah was she wrote an investigation like criminal book like an investigational criminal guy like who goes and investigates stuff phoenix right yeah but yeah phoenix right she wrote she wrote a phoenix light right like book under a different name and it didn't sell well and it didn't review that well and she got really upset because it didn't do very well and i think if she had put her name on it I think it would have been held to a better standard and also would have been picked up more and done well. Um, Wait, what are you talking about here? I don't even know the name of that book. Don't she wrote, she wrote a sec, a, a separate different universe book about a detective before or after, Harry after Potter. Harry Potter, oh. after Harry she Potter, didn't put her name on it. She put a different name on it. Well, no wonder. I know. Right. <laughs> you can't start. If you have a name like J.K. Rowling, you can't just start from scratch. You have to use that name. Right? <laughs> well, that's she wanted to start from scratch. She wanted to prove that she could write a good book and do it again, essentially. But the reality is, I think if she put her name on that in the first place. I think it would have done what it needed to. Yeah. To establish her as a writer who writes other things than Harry Potter, which is what she wanted. Right. She didn't want to write Harry Potter anymore. And she said that so many times. Why? She, she got bored. Yeah, but she had to put her name on it if she wanted to be. <laughs> I know, right? So, um, so she made this, and it's it's not bad. Uh, J.K. Rowling just likes to be mysterious. Yeah, Fantastic Beasts. How long did it take? Like, wasn't there like a big mystery if if it was a male or female writing the books? 
I don't know. Really, I, I, really early I, on. Like really early on. Yeah, I think there was. But um, my advice is I'd go see it. Um, yeah. Especially you love Harry Potter. Yeah. I I just I might think I think wait and come back to me after the trilogy and I'll tell you what how I feel. Better or worse than Doctor Strange. See, that's why I feel so burned, Jeff. And I think that's where it goes, right? Mm-hmm. Is Doctor Strange is another movie about magic that came out two weeks before. Are you massaging that? No. I... <laughs> <sighs> um... <laughs> yeah. No. Um, Doctor Strange's portrayal of that new magical universe mm-hmm. blew my mind. Oh, yeah. And the level, I mean, if you haven't watched Matt Pat's film theory about how it's actually science that's creating Doctor Strange's magic, super cool. Uh, go watch that. But it's, I think the way that that was portrayed was so much better. Really? Than this. Yeah. And, and I, I still think the only thing wrong with Doctor Strange is that it follows the standard formula. Mm-hmm. What what is Fantastic Beast sitting at Rotten Tomatoes right now? That's the real 90%. question. Ninety percent. All right. Eight point one on IMDb. I saw the eight point one. I seventy two percent on Metacritic. See, that's where I think it's closer. I think it's seventy two. I don't think it deserves to sit at ninety one. I don't think it's bad. I've seen way worse movies. Um, I would go see it if you love Harry Potter. Go see it. Mm-hmm. I I just. You know what the funny thing is? Dr. Strange has the exact same reviews. Wow. <laughs> 72% on Metacritic, 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. I just... What do you think the last flop movie was that they spent a lot of money on? The last big flop movie? Yeah. I'll tell you what it was. What? Hunger Games, the last Hunger Games movie. Was that a flop? Yeah, the last one was a flop. The marketing mm. went all downhill. I think the last one got released on DVD at the same time. <laughs> it did? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that happened. Um, I might be wrong. Don't call me out on this. But uh, the thing with the Hunger Games, which is just another book series, that's why it came to me quickly. Um, by the time like the third movie was done and they were going to do the part one and two thing, like everybody was already burned out of Hunger Games. Part two, Mockingjay, part two. Yeah. It wasn't a flop. They made $500 million. Okay. <laughs> I The way I saw, I still haven't seen that movie. It was. I, and I, I like, and I liked the first two movies. <laughs> and I read the first two books. Um, I still think there's plenty of other book franchises that deserve, deserve movies that haven't got them or even greenlit or even considered. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, as I think about, okay, so here's here's where I'm at, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you for reminding me of that. Fantastic Beasts. That's the movie that I think Fantastic Beasts is slightly better than. Really? Yeah. But the same way that I don't hold Suicide Squad to a very high standard, mm-hmm. um, because of just its previous other universe type movies, I didn't like it. Did you see? Have you seen the trailer, Jeff? for the lego batman movie yes oh it looks pretty funny it looks hilarious and ashley looks over at me and goes that looks so dumb why <laughs> no it's like what are you talking about like like the lego movie was really good yeah i'm like this is this is perfect 
I'm Perfect. I'm ready for Lego Batman the movie. The rat last Ghostbusters was a flop. They they spent 145 million dollars to make the movie. Yeah, and made back 220 million. They only made 220 million. I didn't see it. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> and I'm one of those people who would have gone to see that. Um, they went in such a different direction. I didn't want to see it. I and and then everybody who saw it said it, it was okay. You're like, yeah, that's not really the glowing review I needed to go see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't go see Ghostbuster. I still haven't seen it. I, I might at some point. You know, what was the last movie that you saw? You're like, you have to see this movie. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah, because that. Yeah. Movie, you see, there's there's something about Doctor Strange and seeing Doctor Strange in theaters. Oh, just so cinematically, like yeah. It, Go. That is a movie that needs to be seen in theaters. Where I think most movies, I, I I'm okay with watching on a big TV at home with my popcorn on my couch. Mm-hmm. Like ninety percent of the time, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, but but Doctor Strange deserves to be seen in a the theater. Yeah. Um, it's it's that big and spectacular. I, I think about seeing it again because I want to experience it just one oh, more time. Yeah. Just one more time. Um, just one more time. Except- That's how it starts there. <laughs> Johnny, I'm I'm still watching you for that amiibo thing. Uh, <laughs> Why? Are you talking- he, he, okay, you want to talk about this? Yeah. Number one, I got an NES Mini Classic Edition. Yep. Super cool. I meant to bring it. I, I, is it cool? We wouldn't have time to play it anyway. Yeah. Um, is it, well, we have time after here. <laughs> I think you want to go to bed. Eventually. I I don't need to go to bed. Um, I I love it. It's super cool, and I talked a lot about it on Shelf and Forgotten, um, so I'm not going to talk about it too much, but the lines were crazy, Jeff. It was like amiibo hunting all over again. Oh, God. Um, but but our friend, our new friend of the show, who I host a show with called Shelf and Forgotten, mm-hmm. Johnny, and, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on watching this too, Jeff, because you'll see the signs as well. He, he bought a couple amiibo. Because he saw them on sale, <laughs> and he's like, "All right, so I need you to watch me. I gotta, I gotta watch me and see if you see the signs to buy them all. Because I bought them all. I have every amiibo, <laughs> and I mean every amiibo. Um, and I said, John, these are the signs. You buy one <laughs> because you want it, and then you buy another one. Exactly. Well, I have to have the set. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So." I, I, actually, I wanted to come back to this, Jeff. Is how are you doing with pop figures? You good? I haven't bought a single one in a while. All right, good. All right, I, I won't get you any pops. <laughs> Might as well. Non-complete sets. Oh yeah, com- you have to have a complete set. That's the problem with if you don't have a complete set, you're like, well, I might as well get it. I only have one, and one turns into four. You're like, well, I have that complete set. Well, those. These are pretty cool. <laughs> I like this one. You know, well, this one's kind of related. It's kind of like how I said I'm only going to collect at this point with my pop figures. My rule currently, Jeff, right? This will probably change. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my rule with my pop figures is I'm collecting the Marvel Netflix series pop figures. Okay, Dave. No, no, no. You say that, but they're <laughs> like, well, I need to get all of them up. Right. And then once I get all the Marvel ones, I'll be no, like, no, you're not going to get all the Marvel ones. <laughs> well, right. But. And then I'll be like, oh, but I really like Harry Potter, so I'll buy all the Harry Potter ones. Uh, I already know the rabbit hole that I'm going down. But as as it stands, I'm waiting for Jessica Jones and Kilgrave. 
because those are confirmed to be coming mm-hmm. as pop figures. Kilgrave, you mean David Tennant? Yeah, David Tennant, Kilgrave. Is he going to be purple? No. Is that going to be exclusive one? The purple one? <laughs> exclusive Actually, Hot Topic. It'll be Hot Topic exclusive. You're totally right about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it'll be. The actual yeah. Purple Man will be Hot Topic exclusive. So the Nintendo Classic is pretty cool? It's super neat. Um, everybody, don't buy them for $2,000 on eBay. Super Punch-Out is on there. Or uh, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Right? Yeah, featuring Mr. Dream. It's, it's Mr. Mr. Dream Punch-Out. Not Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Oh, yeah. Um, but the input lag for HDTVs is so bad that people say they can't beat them. Really? Yeah, well, and it's it's a matter of the way that the digital signal goes to the TV, not the fact that the NES isn't emulating it properly. It's the way that the digital TV does it. Is that for everything then? Yeah, like everything. Every, everything like, every HD game that you play on HDMI has an input lag. That's why when you play Rock Band and stuff, you need to calibrate. But there's no there's no input lag to their old TVs, CRTs? right? Because because it's analog. What about if like the emulator <laughs> I like buy on the Nintendo eShop for my 3DS? There's no lag for that, is there? That's a good question, Jeff. Because <laughs> I have that game. It's a good uh, question, Mega Man. Um. <laughs> Because I have the, the punch out for the 3DS. Have you beat Mike Tyson? No, I haven't tried in a while. But I got close have a you, couple times. I've right. knocked him down. That's good. That's, that's Oh, man, that's an accomplishment <laughs> right there. I'll give you that. Um, have you, You've done that on the 3DS? Yeah, knocked him down on the 3DS. Okay, then I would assume that if you can do that. I mean, I'm sure there's also some kid who's like, I, I've done it. Because, you know you will adapt to the hdmi lag like you yeah you, but it gets pretty hard when part, those punches are pretty near perfect and, and part of that but also part of that jeff is like the fact that if you beat it originally on the original nes like the people who are testing it who's who've beaten mike tyson slash mr dream um are people who beat it on the original nes mm-hmm. but they do the same thing if you plug in your nes to your hdtv through an adapter you'll get the same exact kind of lag Mm-hmm. So you can't do it. Um, I feel like there was more movie news that I forgot about. Hmm. Jeff, you got any news? Right now? <laughs> I thought you had news. Yeah, I did. I it was Fantastic Beasts and uh the NES Mini Classic Edition. Yeah. Anything new with uh that stuff? Nintendo? Anything new Nintendo's announced? Oh, Pokemon Sun and Moon. Yeah. That was it. I was like, I know I have one more thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon came out today as of this recording. As of this recording. Which you'll get it the day after. Everybody calm down. Technically, it's almost yesterday. I think we 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 will be moving this show. (laughs) Um, Moving it to when? I don't know. We're going to figure that out. I just want... I want a consistent. I know. I do too. I do too, Jeff. (laughs) I'm working on it. Um, You know what I need to see? Yeah. What? That Moana movie coming. Oh yeah, Moana. Yeah. I want to see that too. It comes out in five days. God dang it! I can't. (laughs) Maybe maybe you go to that, and I'll stay away from that because I saw Fantastic Beasts and Doctor Strange, and then Star Wars Rogue comes. Rogue One comes out the week after that, Jeff. Or two weeks after that. <laughs> oh my god! So Moana is sitting at a one hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Of course it is. 
I heard it was supposed to be regular. Oh, there was another thing, too. I knew there were more things. Yeah. So um, Pokemon Sun and Moon is pretty the, good? You wanted to talk about it's, that? It's different. It's different, and I'm happy to see that it's different. Um, they finally made some changes to the standard Pokemon formula. You don't have to just go collect eight badges. I feel like I'm only a couple hours in, not even a couple you hours. You know, Nintendo, they like to recycle the same thing over and over again. Right, Ruben but so, so does everybody. That Ruben sandwich. <laughs> everybody does it. Yeah, but um, Nintendo is the only one that when they do it, they, they nobody get... criticizes them. <laughs> oh, people let's, criticize let's them. Let's say you go from like, if you go from like this one fallout to the next fallout or something, like, oh, it's not innovative enough. Yeah. It's, it's too close to the old game. But Nintendo just launches <laughs> out some of the Mario Kart and everybody's like, yeah. Yeah, new Mario Kart. Um. <laughs> No, but that's Sunday, one thing Sunday, Nintendo gets away with. I'm not super far into it yet, but I feel like I'm getting to a point where they're going to basically just say, "Here's Alola, go explore." So, what's the formula now? If you don't have to collect, all so the, there's you can collect your badges, can't you? I think so. <laughs> so there, there, there is some sort of league and championship. Yeah, I know that. I just don't know exactly how that works. There's island, there's island challenges that you can go around and do. Which are more like spiritual kind of challenges. There which, has to be a point to the game, right? Yeah, it's to complete all this, all the challenges. What do you but get when you complete all the challenges? You get to fight rare Pokemon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff. Um, and there's an evil team that I think is the best evil team we've gotten since Team Rocket. I'm going to say that confidently. Team what? Uh, team Skull. They're hilarious. Their animation style is, is whatever. The other team. There's a ton of teams, Jeff. Every game has its own team, except for Gold and Silver, which are Team Rocket again. Um, team Skull is really funny, super cool. Um, I'm down for Team Skull as team as my favorite evil team. You know, those people who are down for Team Skull are also down for Team Mystic. God, God dang it! Team Instinct, everybody, follow your instincts. I'm still playing Pokemon. <laughs> world you are, uh, you are. <laughs> this it's like going with this i think sun and moon is getting me to the point where i'm going to be able to just open up and explore the region that i'm in and i think it's going to get really good really fast i hope there's a championship like all the other will, things they have the eight badges and a championship for a reason to have a plot changing up the formula and being something different finally and making something that's very special you can go play X and Nintendo Y, Jeff. Nintendo gave your... You think they actually made something different than a Ruben sandwich? I think that's what's going on right now. Mm. For those who don't know about Jeff's Ruben sandwich thing, don't ask. Um, And I saw another trailer in the theater before Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And I don't know if you've seen... Which is ironic that I couldn't remember this because when I say the title, it's like it's completely related to Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yeah. Um, they showed a trailer for the new live-action Beauty and the Beast movie with, oh, yeah. with Emma Watson. Gaston. What? And Gaston. Who's Gaston? The main villain of Beauty. Oh. Is his name Gaston? Yeah, I don't remember. The, the Hunter? Yeah, I think Gaston is that guy. The Hunter? Yes, you're right. Yeah, Gaston is the fictional character who's a uh, Who's the main, like one of the villains in Beauty and the Beast? Okay. Is that really a pretty guy? Yeah. They're fancy prince. Um, 
Fantastic Beauty and the Beast. Well, Fantastic Beast. Dis- yeah. Disney has done this repeatedly lately. Live action. They're taking they're taking their old Disney princess movies and creating live action movies. Oh, yeah. Um. I think up to this point, they've all been trash. I haven't seen a single one that I liked. I've watched some of them on like on demand cable nonsense. I hated them. Wasn't there a uh, the only thing that's been regarded Maleficent one? Yeah, which is garbage. Okay, the only one that's been regarded as what? That's okay. That Disney's had done recently. That's live action is the new Jungle Book. I heard that was really. I good. heard it was really good. I haven't seen it. Those the cats? No. Or Alice you? in Wonderland. I heard the first one was okay. Second one was uh Yeah, it's um it's not you know, it's not the I didn't I didn't like the other Alice in the Wonderland movie that was before that one. I didn't care to see the, the time one. Um but I think this one, Beauty and the Beast and the story that Beauty and the Beast has, I think is the best one to translate to this. Mm-hmm. Um, the furniture and the songs and the way that this will be done, I think it's going to be gorgeous and amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's got Emma Watson in it with Harry Potter. You love her. You love Hermione Granger. And Emma Watson's pretty hot. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I'm just so tired. Just going to let you have that. Um, she, she's hot. Okay. Uh, with me that she's hot. I think I, I think this is going to be the best Disney Princess live action movie. Star Wars. Uh, good argument. <laughs> Episode uh, seven. I'm in its own category mm-hmm. because it falls, and we don't know if she's a princess yet. Who? Ray. Princess Leia, though. Technically, yeah, all makes, those Disney makes, movies, all those movies are Disney movies. Technically, sure. Episodes four, five, and six are Disney movies, which makes Princess Leia a Disney princess. Mm-hmm. Um, dis- disregarding the fact that Disney owns Lucasfilm mm-hmm. and Marvel, yeah, this is going to be, and and I'm not counting animated stuff, yeah. This is going to be the best translated to live action movie. Yeah, but that's like saying a polished turd is going to be the best turd in the bunch, right? <laughs> I'm I disagree with even that though, Jeff. It's is based on the trailer, mm-hmm. the marketing. I I I'm convinced. I'm actually excited to see this versus every Melissa Melissa Fent movie and every Maleficent. Cinderella movie and everything that they made. I couldn't have cared less about. Hmm. And to be fair, I like Beauty and the Beast. They also booked um, what was supposed to be next on the track. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to make uh, Little Mermaid, live action Little Mermaid. That'd be really weird. I think, I mean, we have the technology to do it now. I don't know if they do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the next thing they were going to make, or they're going to make now instead, is they're going to do a Jungle Book style version of The Lion King. Really? Which, which is really technically, I mean, it's live action, but it's not because it's all CGI. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it, but it, it's going to be Lion King CGI is what it's going Lion to be. Lion King CGI. Uh, How can you make that live action? It's not really because they can't make it live action. That's the point, mm-hmm. right? It'll look, it'll look live action, mm-hmm. but it's going to be, it's going to be. But what about cool runnings? There's cool runnings. 
Well, you're talking about the best live action Disney movie, right? <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm talking about the last eight years of live action Disney princess remakes. Have you ever seen Cool Runnings though? I don't even know what that is. It's the Jamaican bobsled team. <gasps> oh, I have seen that movie. It's, it's a funny. It's a That's funny a movie. great movie. Oh man. Um, cool Runnings, man. They should. We should watch that tonight. We should watch that tonight. Um, it's on Netflix. I bet it is. It is. I have watched it. <laughs> they should seriously consider taking some of those Disney channels, mm-hmm. like straight to DVD slash cable movies that they made when we were growing up and remaking some of those. Did you hear about the Disney movie Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day? Isn't that a book? It's a movie that came out a couple of years ago. Um, I've heard of it. I thought it was a book, though. Oh. I'm 90% sure that was a book. Have you seen Oz the Great and Powerful? No. Hmm. They remade Oz? So the so, Great so, and Powerful. It's part of the Maleficent series. So, oh, God. Um, sci-fi made a uh, miniseries called Oz mm-hmm. where Oz was essentially a place called the outer zone. And it took place like, like probably like 200 years after the wizard of Oz, but it kind of followed the same story. It's weird. And there was like this weird tin man conspiracy. Oh my God. It was, it was really good. It was really good. I will give sci-fi. I am the walrus. I will give I will give Sifi one one claim to doing The Wizard of Oz. Really cool. Well, I'll give them that's probably like what what other good movies? I never got my Fat Mama movie. Yeah, hey, Stan Lee, <laughs> Fat Mama movie. <laughs> Didn't Fat Mama win? Yeah, Fat Mama did win. Where's my Fat Mama movie? <laughs> no, actually, what's his face won? And we did get that movie. Sonic, and- whatever. And and um, Fat Mama's in that movie, and I've watched that movie. Fat Mama, Fat Mama. I take your food away. God. <laughs> oh my God. One of one of the greatest TV like reality TV shows that did not last. I don't remember what that show was called. Who wants to be a superhero? Is it really that Stan dumb? Lee's who wants to be a superhero? I like. I like that Stan Lee's only thing on TV that he's signed off on now is Stan Lee's Amazing People. Yeah, that's pretty good. Have you seen and, that? That's pretty cool. And it's a really cool show, but it almost has nothing to do with Stan Lee. <laughs> <laughs> like, it would be almost cooler if he, if he was running that show, mm-hmm. but it's really that other guy that, like, Stan Lee had a Skype call with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about it. <laughs> like, that's it. He's like, yeah, I talked to Stan Lee. Stan Lee said I should go do this. And then I would have did it. And they have a video call. Good job, Daniel. <laughs> that's it. That's all he does. Good job, Daniel. They could run that show for 50 years. And they're gonna be like, Good job, Daniel. <laughs> they just get him saying, good job, like every name in the dictionary. Mm-hmm. Um, no, wait. <laughs> More things. I know he's so old, but I just want to see him. I just want to see him do more things. I wanted to like come judge like the last season of American Idol. What if he just like he's about to die? It's like I am a superhero. I I wouldn't be surprised if he said that. (laughs) I am 
Donald Trump. <laughs> Let's not go there. Donald Trump and Stanley in the same room. <laughs> I would vote for Stanley for president. Just I don't know. I don't know about that one. <laughs> Who would be his running mate? Oh, that's a good question. Steve Ditko. Who's that? Writes comics. Oh, come on. Oh, Seth is going to kill you, Jeff. Oh, right. <laughs> um, Stanley is 93. <laughs> He's going to die so, this. So, I mean, to be fair, if Stanley became the president of the United States, this is a totally legitimate conversation to have everybody calm down. Yeah. Um, Stanley would become president of the United States. His running mate would matter a lot. Because whoever is the vice president is becoming our president sometime within that term. What if this like Obama aged like eighty years? Have you seen Obama on TV? <laughs> like, have you seen Hillary Clinton now? She aged fifty years in a week. <laughs> oh my um, god! The running mate would be Betty Cook. Who's Betty Cook? Think it's Betty Cook. You don't Betty White. Betty White. Betty I was White, like, Betty who's White. Betty Cook? Betty know. White. Either. Betty White makes food, right? Because they're both old. <laughs> they're both old, well liked people. It's not a bad page. Somebody go get your book, Jeff. Yeah. All right. I I will do. I will do the end of our show. Like we. We should do. be running mates more daily. We started a show. Don't listen to it, anybody. <laughs> Don't it's not nearly as good as this show. Don't listen. And that's saying something. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go listen to Sierra Miss Horror commercial. Either. Oh my God. Um, of course, as always, Character Crunch is brought to you in part by the amazing. Oh, it's right there. Right. Oh, no. You're putting my phone back in. I was like, I thought the book was way over there. Uh, of course, as always, Character Crunch is brought to you in part by the amazing patrons over at patreon.com slash dayspace. Uh, that's D-A-C-E-S-P-A-C-E. -E. As always, Josh Miller makes this show possible with Speed Runs Game Twitch at a big FN. Big thanks to Josh for making this episode possible. And if you guys are not patrons, please consider going over there and giving at least even just $1 a month if you guys enjoy the show. It really does continue to make this show and the other shows on the Day Space Podcast Network possible. We need to talk about Greenie, which I have because I'm so tired. Yeah. Greenie Podcast. Also uh, show on the Day Space Podcast Network. Yeah. Now for children, everybody who drives with their kids in the morning to listen to Jeff and Dave talk about nerd stuff. Um, one of you five people. Oh, oh one of the 500 people. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Greeny. Oh, yeah, Greeny. <laughs> JJ. Yeah. Let me just say this. Yeah. There's a moment in the last episode of the Greeny podcast mm -hmm. where, where JJ says, to the three listeners, Dave, Jeff, this guy, yeah. and Jim Young. Why do I even still listen? Like <laughs> Greeny is about to tell you the oh, dumbest, God. the dumbest oh, thing. Oh my God. It was the dumbest thing <laughs> I've ever heard. Just want to say that. Um, it was probably the funniest thing I've ever heard them say on that show. <laughs> Just that moment. Um Greeny, that's a terrible idea. If you guys are curious, no. Uh, and then the only thing else we need to mention here about Greeny's podcast is uh, Jeff, you're still beating them in fantasy football. <laughs> yeah, nine one. So suck it. 
<laughs> Wait, who beat you? Vinny. Oh, Vinny? You let Vinny beat you? I didn't let him beat me. I beat I, Greeny I, twice, I think. <laughs> I beat Seth once. Drinking daily, everybody. Um, daily. No, we're going to win that. So get get ready for our episode of the Green Knee Podcast. because yeah, because they don't know what they're doing. I have all these amazing players. <laughs> no, they know what they're doing. I just I just managed to pick up some good players. Just call them out. At least I got a quarterback when I auto-drafted, which is not to be said about anybody else who didn't get a quarterback. <laughs> you also have two defenses, and I don't know why you have two defenses. I'm asking for your help, Jeff. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm only in this because I was told I needed to enter and then I clicked a button and then it automatically added me even though it told me that there was an error occurred and I wasn't in and I couldn't get in and I said, eh, screw it, who cares? (laughs) (laughs) And then somehow I'm still in. Uh, (laughs) All right, Jeff, did you find a character of the week? Our our obscure random character pulled from the giant book of Marvel Encyclopedia. As we do this every week, to pull something hilarious. This is weird. Okay, I'm ready. What about uh, Patience Drew or Dreadnought? Dreadnought. <laughs> okay, Dreadnought okay. with the N-O-U-G-H-T. Like nougat. can spell a little bit differently. Okay. Um, <laughs> somehow... First appearance, Strange Tales, number 154, real name, Dreadnought, Occupation Weapons System. It's a good occupation, right? You work for Stark? No. Okay. <laughs> Brace, New York. Height, 8 feet. They don't do weight. They do width in this one. 40 inches in width. What? Okay, fine. <laughs> weight, 2,200 pounds. Also, they do. This dude is huge. Yeah. <laughs> Portable fusion generator ensures 1.5 years of continuous use. It's such a specific number. <laughs> Travels at 35 miles per hour. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Woo, blazing there. Lifts to 10 tons. That's okay. Armed with knuckle spikes. <laughs> An electrical field. Knuckle spikes. What is an electrical field? Like it's like a like a forest field you can throw? Like an eel. <laughs> you touch you get electrified. Okay. A robotic juggernaut. The dreadnought was built by the terror group Hydra. But its first field trial proved unsuccessful. Directed to kill Nick Fury, the shield director's resourcefulness, combat training, miniaturized weaponry, combined to overwhelm the automaton. Nick Fury. <laughs> <laughs> beat it with resourcefulness <laughs> combat trading and arsenal of miniaturized weaponry whereas the weapon is resourcefulness and combat training he defeated an 8 foot too tall 2200 pound 40 inch wide <laughs> with miniature weapons yeah miniaturized <laughs> everybody Oh. You beat a guy that was armed with knuckle spikes. A flamethrower knuckle spikes in an electrical field. They don't have a gun on this guy. Why? No missiles? He works, he works in weapons. <laughs> oh, 
Oh my gosh. This wasn't the end of the machine, however. When the Magi crime family stole the dreadnought blueprints, eight more of the machines were built, the most sophisticated being a silver version of a robot. Just kidding. <laughs> the Mandarin. For, for those who didn't hear that, he said, Silver Surfer. <laughs> the Mandarin later used updated dreadnoughts that designed by Ezekiel Stain to attack the Three Gorges Dam in China. The Mandarin used updated dreadnoughts that are eight feet tall and 2,200 pounds to attack a dam. I feel like it gets stupid. They built a robot that uses electricity to destroy a dam. <laughs> you have an eight foot tall 2200 pound machine you could have afforded something else to destroy that dam <laughs> didn't they say the machine could lift like 10, pound, ten tons 10 tons yeah. like couldn't he have just move the dam <laughs> yeah in each case superheroes like Iron Man, Spider-Man and the Fantastic stopped the robots wow surprising so <laughs> Just to recap, everybody. This eight-foot-tall, 2,200-pound machine could not defeat Nick Fury. Just, just Nick Fury. Nick Fury's Nick, not even Nick, a superhero. Nick Fury with tiny weapons. How do you even defeat that? <laughs> he also, they also, several of them could not destroy a dam. I wonder why, when you're armed with a flamethrower and knuckle spikes... Why you can't destroy a dam? I wonder why. Oh, an electrical field that really helped destroy a dam, right? Oh, why man. would you want to destroy a dam so much that you build these probably really expensive machines? <laughs> why do they do anything in these comics? And why are they destroying the dam? What what era is this from? What do I need to go back and read? 1940. Oh my god. <laughs> May of 1940. And it was issue number 154 in May of 1940. At some point, some point I'm going to give him and be like, all right, I got to go find this and read it. It's probably in our Marvel Unlimited. Spider-Man. When, did, when was the first Spider-Man comic? Isn't it? It's. Well, while you look that up, everybody, of course, this is Character Crunch. Episode. 128, part of the Date Space Podcast Network. You guys can always find us on iTunes, the Google Play Music Store, um, and datespace.com. D-A-C-E-S-P-A-C-E. As always, guys, Jeff and I will see you guys next week for another episode of Character Crunch, which at some point we get back at a consistent time. I apologize for the inconsistency. You're getting it all within the end of the week. We love you guys. I know it's hard. I know it's hard to wait. Um... (laughs) I had one more thing. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to be on Nerdflix and chill over at WeTheNerdy.com with Sean Capri, uh, which is their movie podcast, which I think if you guys enjoy this show, you Netflix and chill a lot. So I'll be there next week if you guys want to check that out. And um, how long are those episodes? Hour? Like an hour. All right, guys. See you guys next week for another episode of Character Crunch. Bye, everybody. Uh, See ya. For YouTube people. Jeff, do we have anything weird to do for YouTube people? <laughs>